0: My name is Rutendo Nyamuda and welcome to another audacious episode of In My Twenties. In my twenties... So today's episode is for the person who perhaps was born in a different country, particularly an African country, and then raised in another country. It is all about being a child of the diaspora. This particular episode really resonated with me because I was born in Zimbabwe and raised in South Africa, and sometimes there's this feeling of not fully feeling like you belong, but also a yearning for something else, something bigger, um, also from a cultural perspective. And so I can't wait to get stuck into this episode, but before that, here is our guest introducing herself onto the In My Twenties podcast and into the In My Twenties family. Here she is.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Gloria Marandu, I'm African, I'm a PhD candidate, and I love cocktails and I love people.
0: Now on every episode of the In My Twenties podcast, my guests always come through with these mind moments or gem moments, and
1: this is just one of them. You know, you always have like FOMO when you haven't lived a specific life. I would have loved to be able to be like, oh, let me go to my childhood home. You know, that's exactly where the family is based. Always, yeah. Always. Yeah. So like right now, I don't even know what to call home. Mm. Like all my belongings are with me. Hmm. Everything I own in this earth is yeah. with me.
0: The In My Twenties podcast is split up into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Gloria's history and how she got to the UK and what she's doing at the moment. In the second session, we dive into today's topic, which is all about being a child of the diaspora and the experiences that that has brought along for her. And rounding up all three sections is a conversation about the all-encompassing Twenties journey. So without further delay, let's get straight into it. Um, Give us a little bit about your background. You have a fascinating background, fascinating travels. You are a child of the diaspora. So let us know a little bit about where you're from and how did you get to being in the UK? Huh.
1: All right. So in summary, okay, I am Tanzanian born and I come from a family with three siblings, two sisters, one brother. And my parents were expats, so we had to relocate, only twice, but it seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I grew up in Tanzania up until I was 13, and then from 13 I moved to South Africa, where I spent the majority of my adolescence, actually all of my adolescence. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Whereabouts in South Africa were you?
1: I was in Johannesburg, and I went to Crawford College, and then later on I went to Monash University, And then my parents relocated to Zimbabwe right when the crisis hit. But they mm-hmm. were there for like some time, for like eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So whilst I was doing my undergrad, um, obviously I would go visit home. Mm-hmm. So I spent a, quite a bit of time in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And then in my second year of university, during my undergrad, I went to Malaysia as an exchange student. Mm-hmm. So I lived there for a year. That was enough. And then I came back to South Africa um, only to move to the UK. Mm. I didn't expect to actually stay in the UK because I was not exactly a fan. Okay, okay. So what was the reason? Why did you decide to move? Um, I just came to do my master's. I got a scholarship to come. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I had major plans. I was like... Going to go to Paris. Wow. I was going to, I fantasize this whole lifestyle. Um, <laughs> or Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like, I have big dreams. But I ended up in the UK. And it okay. wasn't bad at first. I moved to Nottingham. Mm-hmm. And it's quite charming, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> and it's close enough to London, so I can come here often. It's mm-hmm. close enough to, like, Birmingham and all the nice little city, Leicester. And yeah. All that. Yeah. So it was fun. Um, I didn't expect to actually stay in the UK. So during that time I did a lot of travel.
0: So you're doing your PhD at the moment. Um, I know there are a couple of other things that you're also doing besides your PhD. So how are you balancing PhD, businesswoman, charity organization, living life in the UK?
1: What does that look like for you? Ha! <laughs> 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 Great question. Um, still a struggle. Uh, <laughs> struggle is real. It <laughs> is still a struggle. A balancing act. So besides my PhD, as you were saying, I started a nonprofit movement with my friend, mm-hmm. Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And um, the movement is basically just trying to do what we can with what we have. Yeah. So we just like, um, what's it called? We just reach out to our friends, our family mm-hmm. at this point in time. <laughs> friends and family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we partnered up with an organization in South Africa called Umtombo, mm-hmm. Street Children. And they just basically rehabilitate like, street children mm. and they educate them they put them through therapy mm. they teach them how to do like surfing and oh, things wow. like that mm-hmm. so in our end we wanted to do something more sustainable mm. so we did the education thing so we selected like a group of kids that we wanted to like sponsor um their education and mm-hmm. we almost do like a multi-year grants mm-hmm. for them. So according to how they perform and yeah. all that. So it's like a little scholarship thingy mm-hmm. that we're doing for them. Then uh, we went to um, Nigeria. And my friend, she's from Nigeria. yeah. So that's why we went there. <laughs> and um, she had been volunteering with this like charity for like a long time. Mm-hmm. So I went and met the people there. Mm-hmm. So we also got some kids from there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a few mindful techniques that I'm utilizing. Mm-hmm. So I now know when to say okay i need a break mm, okay <laughs> like take time happen. off it's really important to take care of yourself yeah like i was saying earlier it's like i was trying to do the most yeah and then that's when things go wrong yeah when you're trying to take on too much you yeah. think you can do it which you can <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know you can you can you can but do you it but you do need the rest but yeah. you need to like almost like schedule in time to take care of yourself when mm. you think like cuz what happens is People will start putting their stuff on you too, like "Oh God, yeah, I need help with uh, 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 yeah." And maybe that week, it's just too much for you, like it's mm. overwhelming. Mm. Cause life just goes up and down. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, you're up. Yeah. Sometimes you're down, and you just gotta figure it out. Yeah.
0: You've spent—I mean, you've moved around quite a bit, mm. as you mentioned: Tanzania, South Africa, now the UK for five years mm. but i don't pick up a british accent mm-hmm. at all i've been here for two days and i'm already like hello people are like what do you want to drink i'm like tea
1: <laughs> i don't think you'll ever pick up an accent for me mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> i just want to be identified as like a citizen of the world mm, love it. <laughs> don't really know where you're from yeah you have to kind of talk to me to like Where are you from? Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do find it really funny that certain people just come here and they'll pick up an accent. (laughs) <laughs> as soon as they land they're like where
0: can i find the shops and you're like but you just came from like the deepest part of like
1: africa i think what you do pick up though is like um how to say certain things because mm. like so i don't know maybe you come here from south africa and you're like hey can i have some Tippex?" people will just look at you like what mm. the flick are you talking about okay okay you
0: know? <laughs> so, it's so more you just have to like adjust words, yeah. words yeah. some yeah. of my i like I do love. I don't know, like it's specific random words, like yeah, yeah. And I was at the airport and I asked someone for directions, and they're like, "Can I help you, ma'am?" Like, no one calls you ma'am in South Africa. Like, that's such oh. a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, but I don't yeah.
1: know. I don't know. I haven't spent much time thinking about it, but I've probably
0: picked up some things, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> it's not because I just. I don't know. And, and uh, uh, did you ever watch The Crown?
1: No. Okay. I think I've watched like an episode. Okay,
0: so after watching The Crown, I would speak to my friends in like a staunch British fake accent.
1: I think you meet those people. I've been wondering where they live. Yeah. No, I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Because, like, I'm wondering where the BBC people live. Mm. Maybe most of them you'll find them in London. Does no one speak like that? Maybe most of them in the I want to go and get the train. No, you get some. But most people, it depends on where they come from. Mm. And we just
0: think, because it's also TV, so yeah. it has to be very, like, potent. You're just thinking everybody speaks like that. Yeah, we everyone
1: is. It's like, try oh. and watch the national news and try and understand. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. <laughs> no. You'd be like, is this English? <laughs> <laughs> is this
0: English? And turning on. <laughs> Alrighty. So you've been here for five years, which yeah. is amazing. Hi. Um, Hi. <laughs> But you've, but you've lived in a, in a number of different places, and I feel like, I mean, you are definitely like a child of the diaspora, an African, you know, in the diaspora. Hmm. Um, what, in essence, does that feel like? Because I, I haven't lived as many places of you as you have. I was just born in Zim and raised in South Africa, but I do, you're, you're the way I said that. Let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> How long was she in the UK for? (laughs) Two days. What did she call it? South South Africa. Africa. (laughs) (laughs) So born in Zim, raised in South Africa. But I sometimes feel like a sense of displacement, like a sense of belonging, because not being Zimbabwean enough, having not grown up in Zimbabwe, but not being South South African enough, because from a cultural perspective, none of my culture, my, my socializing is South African, but my cultural and understanding that...
1: You know, hmm. it's very far hmm. Hmm. so how's that been for you that's a very good question um, I'd like to think of myself like as an explorer hmm. so I enjoy moving about hmm. but in terms of the displacement that is something I'm actually going through right now because hmm. I'm about to finish my my PhD hmm. and everybody keeps asking me like where are you going to go where, what's, your, what's your plan, hmm. what are you going to do next I have no clue. I have no clue where I want to live. Yeah. Because to me, it's so easy to just live anywhere. Mm. <laughs> now that you, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so easy for, like, it's not a thought. Yeah. And for most people, I think that's, like, like unusual. Mm. Like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Are you going to go back home? Yeah. I don't know yeah. where exactly back home is. Wow. I feel most comfortable in South Africa. But even in South Africa, I don't speak any South African languages, which mm-hmm. is weird. I know, but I just really suck at languages. <laughs> in <weird>. Tanzania, <laughs> yeah. um, I have I haven't lived in Tanzania since I was ten, hmm. and like I know culturally there will be a clash because hmm. um, Tanzanians have a way of doing things, and I think will probably clash with me yeah. if I stayed there longer than a year. <laughs> yeah. Then I would be like, oh, I can't live here you know i like zim very much it's Mm. very pretty Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i really do think so um um yeah but then also you have like laws that work against you so if i stay in the uk there's still problems with that i'm a foreigner Mm. yeah you have to like find stay like visa wise, like how you're gonna stay here yeah um zimbabwe same thing Tanzania, I guess I could live there. <laughs> mm-hmm. In South Africa, I can live there because I'm a permanent resident. Mm-hmm. But there's still, like, limitations. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's so interesting to be, I mean, particularly here, you've been here for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, you can consider it your home and yet you still feel, well, mm-hmm. you're still considered a foreigner. Mm-hmm um yeah and what was also very interesting in our discussion earlier when you said that you haven't voted you're yes. 28 and you've
1: never voted i've
0: never voted yeah
1: and how how so... how have you never voted <laughs> it's very strange because like um i move around a lot not mm. just countries i mean like housing i guess legally i don't even know where i'm supposed to vote am okay. i tanzanian because i'm a Tanzanian citizen? But then, do I vote in South Africa? I'm, I'm could, so confused. Could you
0: vote in South Africa as a... As a a permanent resident?
1: Yeah, I think you could. Yeah.
0: But I don't know.
1: That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, how would you want to raise your family? Do you feel like you would still, like when you get married and have kids, if that's something you want, that you would still want to mm. travel around? It's a different conversation. Or would you want to <laughs> settle
1: down? Yes. Um, I think it's a misconception just because you're a wanderlust. That mm. you don't want to settle. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just that it's just not as clear. I'm free. Mm. You know? So if I met somebody and you know, like they were based and whatever, it yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't be phased to move it. Mm. You know what I mean? Unless it really sucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I don't do that. <laughs> so like because I don't know, mm. I'm just open right now. Yeah. Okay. But I would want my kids to be settled. Mm. You know, I don't, I, I feel like, you know, you always have like FOMO yeah. when you haven't lived a specific life. Yes. I would have loved to be able to be like, oh, let me go to my childhood home. And yes. you know, that's exactly where the yeah. family is based. Always. Yeah. Always. yeah. So like right now, I don't even know what to call home. Mm. Like all my belongings are with me. Mm. Everything I own in this earth is with yeah. me. There's, um, you can never live stuff at home. Because you don't know if they're gonna move, which mm-hmm. they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your stuff just gets like given away or yeah. something like that. So I yeah. was like, ah, but I don't know. Yeah. In a Does way, that have a like kind of an emotional impact on you to say or? I think I'm desensitized. Okay, like um, I'm not so, Like, like oh yeah, you'll get new stuff. You
0: okay. know what I mean? Like I'm not so
1: attached. So. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not so attached. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like... Mm, so you don't get it when people are, like, super, like, emotional about mm. why they don't live home. I'm like, why? Mm. I, I don't get it.
0: Mm. <laughs> and 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 as you're saying, like... The mindset shift is I think Mm. maybe even people who have had that one home their whole lives and still maybe live in those cities are like, I wonder what it would be like to move around and (laughs) live in different countries. And (laughs) so we're never...
1: Never satisfied. Mm. You know, if you have long hair, you want short one. If you have short hair, you want long hair. It is... The unknown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you always romanticize what you don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's very interesting. What you said about like you don't know where to call home. Mm. Um, it's 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 kind of like twofold. It's kind of like oh that's so beautiful. I like, travel around. Home is yeah. where I am, or home is where my family well, it kinda is has with, to be. with me. <laughs> um, but in it's the, the same time, my family? <laughs> where is my that's family? Home. That's home. Exactly, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. But in the same breath, it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know, I think the world is so big. I've always i idealize and I love the concept of being able to live in a different country, mm-hmm. like spend a couple of years and move spend a couple of years and move. It's not that easy, okay, mm-hmm. visas, residency, finding a job, the older you get, but
1: interestingly enough, I don't think that is that hard, mm, and I think maybe. I do not know. Maybe it's because of the way I grew up. Mm. That's why I don't put limitations to the way I can live. Mm. To me, it's open. Yeah. I don't even think of the visa or the borders. I, I really don't. Because mm. I'm like, eh, if I want to live in America, I'm just going to find a way to live in America. Mm. And I'm not talking about illegal stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dear Retender, no, I'm no, here no. now. I told you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like, mm. I, I feel like, I don't know. It's either you think like that or you yeah. don't. Yeah. When you start being like, oh, my God, moving to this is, is so much harder. Mm. Well, not really. Mm. Okay. But I've definitely always known that I'm African. Mm. That much I'm very comfortable and I've always known Africa is my home. Mm. So it's like,
0: yeah. So, do you say Africa as an Africa's whole continent? continent? Okay, so I completely hear you on that. I know, I know there's the, oh no, we have, there are so many different countries. Yeah. But I find, so when I traveled to Ghana and Kenya, yeah. I was like, these are my people. Exactly. But I'm not Ghanaian or, you know, from, or Kenyan. <laughs> but it's just, I do feel a connection with the, just being African, the music, the people, the, there is something about
1: it. I'm, yeah, I'm in love with my continent. Mm. And I feel like i never had that pride before. Mm. You know, these days there's not much nation building happening with the leaders. Yeah. So we don't have national pride or thinking pride. We, I feel like our continent, having lived in Europe now, yeah, mm-hmm. like there's so much opportunity. Mm-hmm. Our people are so beautiful. And once you see the beauty of it, Because I know it's hard when you're living there day to day and you see all the little frustrations. Mm. But I don't think it's different anywhere else in the world. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is always like, oh, my God, in America, they don't have this. They have their own issues. Mm. In Europe, they have their own issues. Everywhere, everybody has their own issues. But don't look at yours and make it less than other people. You know what I mean? So, like, for me... Africa is it. Mm. I can live anywhere in Africa and be happy. Mm, mm. And like, uh, once we figure out the whole connectivity thing, in terms of like making easy to travel around Africa, dude. Dude, we'll be ruling the world.
0: Um, but it's it is very interesting. It would be interesting to see how the world gravitates and where even the the continent of Africa itself, mm-hmm. as you're saying, it would be interesting to see how. How the connections work and what our connectivity is. Because you'll find at the end of the day, you know, you come overseas, or pe- people from the US, or the UK in particular will come to an African continent and will mm-hmm. suggest or do something. It has a different weight to when someone from Africa, I think, sometimes says, let's do this. Mm-hmm. People listen differently, or they interpret differently, or based on who you are it's, and how much money you have. It's all um,
1: propaganda. Hmm. <laughs> my personal stance on it yeah mm. for years and years we've been told that we're not good enough yeah yeah you start to believe it <clears throat> all the images you see everything everything they're doing is exceptional every you know what i mean we've been brainwashed to think that yeah. we're less than so even when we hear our own african accents mm. we don't admire it mm. we think somebody is dumber
0: mm. because they
1: speak with an african accent mm. all of a sudden it's like oh Well, you
0: can't understand them, and then (laughs) you hear someone from like Spain speaking Spanish, broken English, but because it's Spanish, broken English, suddenly it's it's like,
1: I don't know. Like I, I I don't know. I like, I like unlearning certain things because Mm. it's not like uh, I didn't have all these biases. Mm. They've always been there because that's how I grew up. Yeah. So my mom once we were correcting her once (laughs) Mm. because like my mom came to South Africa. She knew English, but she knew, like, school English, Mm -hmm. where you speak very proper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, when the moms used to, like, come Mm -hmm. and then they'll speak to her, she'll get nervous. Mm -hmm. And then she'll just start speaking, like, what sounds like broken English, Mm because she's trying to make it cooler Mm -hmm. to fit in. So, when she, like, she'll say certain words, and you'll be like, no, mom, you don't say it like that. You say it like this, and we will correct her. She said, it's just my accent, Mm. And then she say, why don't you correct the French when they speak? Yeah. It's just my accent. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I don't understand or and that I was like, whoa. Yeah. That that like made me think. And like, so I was like, huh, true. that's so true.
0: If you were to pick one word that summarizes your twenties, what would that word be? Hmm. I would say authenticity. Mm. A whole authenticity. (laughs) Okay, okay. That's beautiful. It's
1: been a journey to discovering myself. Okay, okay. Yeah. What do you mean? Unpack that a little bit. Mm. It's a search and a quest to find myself. Wow. Because for me, my 20s have been very crazy. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like ups and downs and all types of things. And you get lost Mm. along the way. And then I found myself. And Mm. then now it's like self-love. About to enter my 30s knowing who I am. Mm. Isn't that great? That Obviously, a... you'll grow. Yeah, <laughs> but at yeah. least I know the foundation. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the journey of self-discovery. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. sad. <laughs> um, but then looking back into your 20s, um, have you ever or did you ever experience the all-encompassing quarter-life crisis? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what was your crisis and when did your crisis happen? Huh.
1: You know what happens is, like you set goals based on time. mm you're like, by the time I'm 25, I want to have a car in my own house. You know, by the time I'm 28, I want to be engaged and married by 30. You know, you set those. In that exact voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason you have the crisis is because you the time comes and you haven't done any other things. Mm. And then you become depressed because you're like, what have I done with my life? Mm. You know what I mean? And then um, your younger siblings, my case, mm. will be like, oh. By the time I'm your age, I would, you know what I mean, and then that, <laughs> and you make you feel so bad. Yeah. But I don't know, like it's it's you readjust what's meaningful for yourself mm-hmm. after it. Mm-hmm. I'm quite grateful I had it. Okay. Because, I, I stopped setting. Um, numerical goals okay i just kind of say like what do i want for my life mm. you know what i mean and then um because you don't know you don't know what's going to happen yeah. the next year or the two years yeah but i have like what if plans mm-hmm. by the time if by the time i'm 34 for example i don't have any prospects mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no kids whatever but i'm like i want to have kids hmm so then I would put that plan in place. Wow. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, even if I, I had to come to like, if it had to come to, down to it, mm-hmm. I had to come to a, a place where I'm like, okay, cool. If nothing ever works out for me, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like seriously, mm-hmm. if nothing ever works out for me, am I okay never being a married person? Mm-hmm. Am I okay never, you know what I mean? Having kids. Mm-hmm. Am I okay? And ultimately, you just have to be okay with you. Yeah, cuz when you're just true to yourself, everything else flows. Mm-hmm. Nothing that life throws at you will ever like like throw you out of balance mm. or take you out. Mm. Nothing like that. But it's like um you constantly have to remind yourself cuz you forget. Life gets good and you forget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then you're humbled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hum- if, you don't, if you don't live humbled, life will humble you, and then you'll be like, I'm so sorry, yeah, I'll never do it again. Yeah, but that's that's interesting because I think a lot now, I mean, looking back at our parents' generations where they got married in their yeah. 20s, early 20s, mind you, not just late 20s, early 20s, had kids, Sports raised kids, raised kids, and, and where we are now, even the discussions I have with my friends back home, are conversations about marriage Mm. because the it's not a pressure thing it used to be you know the pressure from the aunts and the uncles and the family when you're gonna get married I would disagree now it's really now I feel like the conversation is flipped not necessarily pressure but it's you thinking I want to get married not someone telling you you should get married you're like do I want to get married do I want to have kids that's where I find it's changed and that's why not that I feel uh, uncomfortable about it it's just like I'm low-key not panicking yet, but I'm just like, Lord, I'm turning 30
1: soon. No, I think it's because of the idea what you had in mind of what 30 would look like. That's the only reason you would be freaking out. Uh, What do you mean by that? No, cause like in your head you're thinking, oh yeah, by the time I'm thirty, my mom already had like two kids mm-mm, and she was already mm-mm. married. It's
0: so yeah. the idea of what you yeah. think
1: your thirties are supposed to look yeah. like.
0: Yeah, you know, not necessarily. I think I'm just looking for love. So ah. it's not even a kids thing. I'm just in a place where I'm just like. Lord, I've got love to give. You're ready. There's no one. There's no one on the reciprocal side. That's why I'm saying that it's changed. If it was external pressure, I'd be like, "No, guys, I'm fine. I'm it not at depends. the kids. I'm not at the kids' place yet. Yeah. I'm more on the relationship settling down thing." Being single
1: is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I think it depends. Okay. It depends in the crowds you hang out with. Okay. Right. Because I don't associate with. People who are like that, mm. I don't feel the pressure. Okay. Yeah, I've even trained my parents. <laughs> no, because <laughs> then they get into their heads when they hang out with parents who their kids are going through that, mm. and then they're like, "Oh, when is it going to be your turn?" Yeah, 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 yeah. no. And yeah. then you correct them, and mm. they are like, "No, no, no." I love how you say Do you that. correct your parents. Are <laughs> oh, you really African? You spend way too much time in the UK, and
0: <laughs> you're like, and then you correct your they parents. Say that too. <laughs>
1: they're like you think you're you you think you're one of these people Mm oh yeah yeah I'm like no 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 it's just like no but um I find that people who return back home Mm. yeah for my friends who Mm -hmm. have returned back home Mm. all of a sudden the conversation changes Mm. and they're like oh I don't know. It's like a a pressure thing starts happening, and then all the conversations start becoming about, "Oh, I still, I think I should get married now." Mm. Time. It just depends on where you're at where you're at and what you want. If exactly. if, you're,
0: if you're someone who doesn't want kids and yeah. doesn't want to get married, yeah. then that's fine. Then, yeah. then then you'll never... But if it's something that you want and yearn for, yeah, it's... I
1: think, it, yeah. You know. And by where you are, I don't mean like where you are. Like in no, terms for, you know, of, I mean like in yeah. your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, where you are in your yeah. life. So like for me, I've been single for the last four years mm. by choice. Mm. And it's just like I just didn't want... Mm-hmm. I just didn't want anyone. Mm-hmm. And I... I guess it's the best decision I could have made for myself mm. cuz I think in that time I grew so much mm. and I got to love me mm. so much mm. you know so now if somebody else were to come into the picture it would never alter me yes you know so I was like and then I can't imagine myself Cause like um, prior to this, mm-hmm. I was always like a, a hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. you know. I was always ready since high school. I was always ready to like be a young, young mom, young wife. <laughs> yeah. You know that thing. I can't imagine myself now mm. if that actually worked out. Mm. I'm like so grateful it's that a game did changer. It. Yeah. So like right now, I'm in the space where I know, okay, I'm not ready now to mm. meet somebody, but. By the end of the year, Mm. I want to meet someone. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it just it you you get so in tune with yourself that you know. Yeah. And it's not to say you don't, even though you make that decision for yourself that you don't get lonely Mm. or you don't, because you do. No, definitely. Yeah. But you just have to like understand whether or not you're ready. Mm. Because to me, I've I've had the privilege of watching my friends get married, Mm. and watching those relationships. Yeah. And there's no rush, people. Yeah. Because if you rush it and you pick the wrong person, right? you know what I mean? You don't. miss Or you, yeah, and you don't, or you don't know yourself yet, and then you pick somebody, you're going to ruin it. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, like, what advice do you have? I mean, you've loved, sounds like a beautiful... <laughs> eye opening mind opening more like life that has allowed you to see a lot and through your travels and life discussions and life lessons hmm. that has opened the up your biggest
1: mind. lesson mm. if anybody were to learn anything is mm. to find yourself just just go towards a journey towards authentic living because you would discover that you actually were there before you like but the rediscovery of you because you get lost along the way some people don't and they, you see them like, oh, by the time they're like 19, they've accomplished so much. Some people don't. But then most people get lost in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you get consumed in the world and you don't get to see you. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself, everything else, I'm telling you guys the truth, <laughs> lines up. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see not only your life going forward, you, your relationships with people improve. Like everything about your life just improves for the best. Mm -hmm. Thank you so
0: much, Gloria, for coming on to today's episode of the In My Twenties podcast and sharing your experiences about living in the diaspora. Yeah, so this was such a beautiful episode and there were so many mind moments and so many gem moments. And I must say that one that really, really stood out for me was when you spoke about how you carry your possessions around with you wherever you are because you never know, you know, when your family is going to move again or um, this idea of, of needing to move and have everything with you. So thank you so much for that guys i want to say thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode please comment subscribe pod subscribe um we are on instagram facebook twitter so we'll catch you same time same place right here on in my 20s in my 20s In my twenties. How old are you? I am in my twenties. I am in my twenties. How old are you? I am in my twenties. In my 20s, I am in my 20s and my 20s, I am in my 20s, I am 20s, I am in my (laughs) 20s, okay guys The Lion King is coming out next week and all I can do is listen to the film score so please forgive me. Okay, bye!